may remember late last year, waking up in the morning to find a sea of yellow and red bikes littered across Sydney. If you live in Sydney or Melbourne, you've probably seen them around the place. The yellow bicycles left on footpaths, near train stations, even at the beach. The share bikes were an instant phenomenon and, for a brief period, were thought to be the answer to getting around our congested city, despite some teething issues. The bikes are a common sight in the two cities. They're copying criticism because they're being left all over the place, including outside people's homes and in rivers and also jammed up trees. But as quickly as they arrived, many of them have left Sydney. Mayor of Waverley Council John Wakefield describes the original deluge of share bikes on his council area as a complete failure. Certainly the first round rollout of the competitive operators a year ago was a complete failure from their point of view. A couple of them went broke and a couple of others withdrew from Waverley. There were enormous number of issues with vandalism, bikes that weren't being maintained properly, large number of complaints from residents. We had to impound over 100 bikes over a period of time. The dockless share bikes, which aimed to allow customers to pick up and leave rented bikes anywhere they chose to, were billed as a large disruption to the transport industry here in Sydney and around the world. The bikes didn't last, however. Many of the major companies have ceased operating in Sydney and in the home countries of Singapore and China. But what happens now to all of the bikes? This is Seeking Sydney. I'm Viktor Petrovic. Basically, the onus is on them to make sure that when they exit the market, like what we've seen with O-Bikes and a couple of the other operators like ReadyGo, it's up to them to actually take all of their bikes back. That is City of Sydney councillor Jess Miller describing what is supposed to be happening with share bikes once companies are no longer operating. Like anyone who is known to have left significant amounts of anything strewn across the streets, they are expected to take care of their own property themselves. But in some cases, this is not happening, and local councils are expected to deal with the bikes left by share bike companies, who never asked their permission, or anyone else's for that matter, to put them there in the first place. Mayor of Waverley Council, John Wakefield, again. The operators, if they've gone broke, they're impossible to pursue. And then the next issue, as I mentioned earlier, is that the Impounding Act is the main vehicle we have to clean up the operation. Now, the Impounding Act means that we collect a bike, we take it and store it. We have to store it legally. We then inform the owner, if we can find them, which we can in most cases, We inform the owner and then they can pay us a recovery fee. If they don't, within a month, pay us a recovery fee, then we end up owning the bike, which is a very little use, as you can imagine, to council. So the straight answer to your question is they've done a bit of cleanup, but not enough, not complete cleanup. And the end result is there's still a number of these bikes just lying around and gathering weeds in corners, which we will, in the end, have to clean up. We've been hopeful the operators will do it, but uh, you know, that we're at the end of that process, I think, now. Despite the little regulatory or legal options for councils and governments who have to deal with the bikes and their owners, Councillor Jess Miller thinks there is another motivation for bike share companies to clean up after themselves. From a brand point of view, I don't think it's great. If it was my business, I wouldn't want 
for all of my products to be scattered around looking really tatty, like I would want my customers to have a good experience. And I think that that's what we've seen over time is that the better operators have continued and the poorer operators have fallen off. So why has bike sharing been such a failure here? In some countries around the world, the idea has taken off and people have embraced the convenience of the dockless share bikes. Dorana Pajani, a senior lecturer in urban planning from the University of Queensland, thinks there's a reason that we are dealing with a bunch of unused share bikes now. It's the social responsibility of the bike sharing companies to dispose of unused bikes. But then how about the social responsibility of governments to create proper cycling infrastructure to collaborate with these companies because, after all, they are providing a valuable service that's increasing sustainability in cities. But she does concede that the timing may not have been spot on here. It has to do with the fact that too many bikes were put on the market and they were sort of put on the market before their time, before the infrastructure was there to support that high level of cycling. But the companies who brought the bikes to us have had a role to play in the lack of enthusiasm. The situation now with councils being forced to pay to clean up bikes is unfair, according to Councillor Miller from the City of Sydney. So I think this whole idea of cost shifting the burden and the waste from a private company to a local council is really unfair. And Mayor Wakefield believes that the local councils have been isolated by state and federal governments and bike-sharing companies and left to deal with the aftermath of this technological disruption. Well, the relationship between us and those companies was extremely limited in the first round. The state government has not provided any council with the legislation or the regulations that would be required for us to be able to authorise and control or constrain these operators. The dockless bike operators have next to no constraints over their operations. Outdoor seating for restaurants has permits and authorisations that are required. Vendors who wish to sell products on a mall or a street have constraints and approvals that are required. These dockless bike operators have none, and that's because the state government refuses to introduce any changes to allow us to approach the problem from a regulatory point of view in a positive way. Both the City of Sydney and Waverley councils have expressed their concern that bike-sharing companies have been allowed to drop bikes throughout their council areas with no regulatory oversight and no agreement with the councils, meaning when it has come time that they have gone bankrupt or they can no longer operate, there is no contingency plan and the councils must rely on the goodwill of bike-sharing companies to come and clean up after themselves. Mayor Wakefield wanted to stress to me that his council, as well as others around Sydney, are not against bike riding or alternative forms of transport, but that proper infrastructure and planning must be part of the process. I personally and my council supports the concept of docked bike sharing. This is the approach we make to all of these dockless operators. This is the desire we have as a council and as a policy of council to encourage docked bike systems. Again, the state government doesn't give us the powers to force or enforce or regulate those controls on these operators. The dockless bike model, which is what's been rolled out in Sydney and in the east of suburbs, is quite different from the dock bike system. The dockless bike model is the root cause of much of the problems you see. And getting the planning of our cities right is becoming a more and more integral part of city life. 
Dorina Pajani thinks that our inability to incorporate new ideas into our transport mix could have significant impacts on us. Where do we want to be 50 years from now? Do we want to be as car dependent as we are now? Is that the future that we envision, just everybody cocooned in an air-conditioned car? That's how we want our cities to be, or do we want them to be more compact? Do we want them to be car-free? And Yes, car-free. I mean, it might seem very radical, but... I think that's what we need to do eventually to to fight climate change. And if you do see any dockless bikes that are causing a nuisance, Councillor Miller has some tips for you. My advice to anyone who sees a bike kind of in the way, you know, that's getting in the way of a footpath, what it is, A, if you see it, just pick it up and move it to somewhere where it's not causing trouble. But if the bike's not working, you call the operator and you tell them, so bike share companies have, on the whole, collected their bikes into storage facilities or left their bikes for local councils to clean up at a cost to ratepayers like you. Whether or not they will ever come back for the bikes remains to be seen. And based on a lack of regulatory action from the state government, there are no barriers to new companies bringing more bikes to us to put back into the trees as we seem to love to do. This has been Seeking Sydney. I'm Victor Petrovich. Thanks for listening.